Welcome to the Making Marketing Simple podcast, the no BS, straight talking business podcast for rockstar female business owners in the wedding industry. I'm your host, Rach McQuaid, marketing mentor and coach. Inside these episodes, I'll be sharing fundamental tools, tips, and marketing techniques in my trademark no BS way so you can get straight to the juicy action taken that is going to attract and sign your dreamy premium clients with ease and support you in having a whale of a time along the way. Hello, my lovely. Good morning, good evening, wherever you are and whatever you're doing. I hope you're ready for a bit of a whopper of a podcast episode today. I'm not going to lie. I feel like this could have been a masterclass of its own because today I want to talk to you about becoming known for what you do. Now, this is something that I I work on a lot with my clients. I work on a lot of visibility and brand awareness and all of this ultimately means becoming known for what you do. So, It was only right that I made this episode. And I want to start by first of all saying how not to become known for what you do. I think it's really important to kind of dispel some of the myths. And you guys know if you've listened to any of the podcast episodes before now, or if you follow me on Instagram, or if we've even worked together before, you know that I'm here to keep things simple, to throw away all the bullshit, and to just be honest. So... The first thing that I want to say is you will not become known for what you do by having seamless branding, a really jazzy logo, gorgeous images on your grid posts and being across every possible marketing platform. That is not how you're going to become known for what you do. Those things are important. They are great. And I would even go as far as to say they're nice to have. They're not essential. They're nice to have. But really becoming known for what you do comes down to being specific. It comes down to things like your brand positioning, your messaging. It comes down to the things that you offer, the way you communicate, who you communicate to. It's all these different things. And we're going to go into them in more detail now throughout this episode. But I had to start by saying that and by kind of caveating that because... Those things are important. Having something that is really polished, that looks good, that looks professional, of course that's important. But it's not the thing. If you're going to focus on one thing or a group of things, it's not that that's going to get you to to be known for what you do. It's not going to be those things that get you in front of your ideal client, that gets you in front of those premium high-spend brides and couples. The thing that's going to get you to become known for what you do is being specific and being specific in a few different areas. Now, I know that this can feel really scary. And often when I work with clients on this and I say, you know, you you need need to kind of be more specific, it's not about niching down or, you know, being hyper specific. And often that's, that's where people's heads will jump to. And that's why it can feel scary because you don't want to isolate people. You don't want to miss out on potential leads or potential new clients. But actually, when you're speaking to everyone, you're speaking to no one. I'm just going to give you a second to kind of let that sink in because when you're speaking to everyone, if I was to create this podcast and I was to just throw out generic marketing tips that anyone could have found online 
And I didn't communicate those through the lens of the experience that I have, through my personality, through what I believe and the things that I know to be true. And I didn't make it specific to you guys that are in the wedding industry and give you specific examples. And it's, do you understand, do you see the difference between how that's going to be difficult for me to become known? There's so many different marketing experts, so many different marketing coaches, but none of them can explain things in the way that I explain them because none of them have the experience that I have through my eyes you know like through my lens and that is how I communicate everything on this podcast in my Instagram posts in my emails on one-to-one calls with clients that is what makes me me and that's exactly how you can become known for what you do is by being specific and like I said it's it's not about niching down you don't have to say I'm only going to work on barn weddings or rustic weddings I'm only going to work on manor house weddings or I'm only going to work with same-sex couples you know those things are great if that's where you feel you want to take your brand but you don't have to niche down in that way to become known the way you become known is by removing the confusion for you and your audience you become specific in who you help how you help them and why Those are the key three things. And those are the things that you keep coming back to. Who you support, how you support them, and why you support them. This takes away the confusion for your audience, but it also takes away the confusion for you as well. Because you've got those things to anchor into. You're not, you know, I spoke in the last episode about stripping things back and taking things back to basics. If you haven't listened to that, I'd really recommend that you do because it goes hand in hand with this this kind of work is... When you strip things back and you are specific in in those things that I said, you know, who you support, how you support them and why, it's so easy, it's so much easier to communicate that than it is all the fluff and all the shoulds and the shouldn'ts and the, the hoops that we feel we have to jump through. So please do not be scared to be specific. It's actually your best friend and it's actually how you're going to become known for what you do. Another way is authority content. So once you're clear on on the who, the how and the why, as I said before, it's then about communicating this and that comes down to your messaging and your content. Now, this is often the part where people get stuck because they know what they want to say, they know how they want to say it, but they don't know how to do it in a way that's going to convert, essentially, that's going to make someone sit up, listen and press the order button or send that inquiry or, you know, send that email. But again, going back to the initial point in this on on being specific, when you can lean into what you do and, and how you do it and why you do it, you can then communicate things through your specific lens like through your unique lens and what I mean by that is like what opinions do you have about the work that you do what opinions do you have and what insights do you have into the industry and into how things are typically done versus how you do them and why is that why do you do things in the way that you do them all these different things are what's called authority content These things are the things that are going to make you stand out. It's going to build your authority. It's going to build your credibility with your audience. And it's also going to give you confidence. Because 
when we're creating content from a place of this is what I need to say instead of this is what I want to say, it's totally different. It's worlds apart. And I can actually tell the difference in content when my client part of my one-to-one packages is that you get a, a, a monthly content submission so you can write out your captions, send them to me and we can then work through them together. I'll give you notes and feedback and we can work through them together. And one of the things that I absolutely love to see when I do these reviews is how people's content evolves when they start to lean into this unapologetic version of themselves they allow themselves to add in that spicy bit of content and not just for the sake of it, not just to kind of put something out there that's going to get a reaction, but purposefully and intentionally using their experience, using their authority and using their true voice to say what they want to say instead of saying what they feel they have to. And the more that you do that, the more people share that content, the more that people understand fuck, this person actually knows what they're talking about, you know? That's how you become known because you're showing people as well as telling people. And that brings me on to my next point is show, not tell, you know? Show that you know what you're doing. Show that you're an expert in what you're doing. You don't need to tell people, I've got this many years experience. I've worked on this many weddings. You know, you don't need to tell people. You can show people through your content, through your messaging, through the tone of voice that you use, through the type of content, you know, all these different things build your authority and it builds that awareness of your brand. It builds that, you know, become really becoming known for what you do. And then the final thing that I wanted to talk about is your packages or your offerings. If you're currently thinking about your packages or your offerings for next year or your products for next year and you're not clear on how you're going to sell them or who you're going to sell them to, please put that at the top of your to-do list. And if you're feeling stuck, please drop me a DM because this is my jam. But having packages and offerings that make sense for your ideal client is so important because this really brings everything into sort of ties it up with a nice bow so you know who you're speaking to you know how you're going to communicate with them you can create content that builds your authority and builds your brand awareness but then if they come through and your packages are all over the place or they they don't really make sense for the person you've attracted into your audience things aren't going to match up so for example to give you an example of this if you are wanting to attract people who are really busy who want to just kind of hand the reins over to you and let your creativity really flow and flourish and they trust you to do that your packages or your offerings need to align with that so adding into your package five different consultation calls probably isn't going to be helpful and it's probably not going to be attractive to your ideal client because if they're time poor the last thing they want to be doing is sitting on another zoom call with you talking through another mood board if they trust you and they trust your creativity show that through your packages you know maybe you could add in an initial venue visit for example once you've got their deposit and you know that they're going to book with you you could add in that then add in a consultation call further down the line to run things through with them. But, you know, think about your ideal client in your packages and your offerings and your products because they need to make sense. And that, like I said, brings everything together in a nice little bow because 
they it it shows your ideal client that you know them it shows that you get them and that it, it, that shows your authority again it all comes back to this building of authority and, and becoming known and with that being said i know i said that was the last point but this this is the last point Another thing that I find people have resistance to, and a lot of my clients have resistance to when I mention this, is repetition. You know, feeling like you're repeating yourself in your content, repeating yourself in your on your website and in your messaging and in everything you're doing. And actually, that means you're doing a really good job because good marketing is repetition. Again, as I mentioned in one of the previous def- previous episodes we now need to see something nearly 30 times before we will be convinced to buy obviously you'll have outliers in that where someone is an impulse purchaser and they will they will just snap it up straight away if they know it's for them but on average we need 30 touch points with a brand before we will buy from them so really not repeating yourself is doing yourself a disservice You're allowing yourself to become forgettable. So repeating yourself and repeating the same things, obviously in different ways. I'm not talking about just putting the same post out every single week, but repeating yourself in a way that really kind of hammers home. This is what I do. This is why I do it. This is why it's important to you. And this is why I'm the supplier for you. That level of repetition is so, so important. I cannot stress it enough. It's so important because that is how people are going to remember you. They'll remember you as the person that is talking about that specific thing. They'll remember you as the person who helps brides or couples in that specific situation. So please do not, if you take anything from this episode, do not be scared of being specific and do not be scared of repeating yourself because it's so important. So as I said, I... I love this topic. It's something that I could talk about all day long, as with most of these episodes. So if there's anything that's come up from this that you want to chat through in more detail or any questions or anything that's landed for you that you think, God, I never thought about it in that way or, you know, it's it's activated you to take action, please do let me know. Reach out on Instagram. I'll leave my handle in the show notes. And I'll also leave a link on how we can continue this work together as well because, like I said, this really is my jam. It's my absolute love is to work with clients over a longer term period to allow them and support them to become known for what they do. So if that is something that you're wanting to do and you're wanting to work on, then have a look at the show notes, click on the link, see if there's anything there that interests you. And I will really look forward to hearing from you. I hope that this episode has helped you and I will see you in the next one.